Welcome to Falling For You, a podcast about loving yourself. your girl Shelly here again, your personal development and relationship coach, ready to talk about how to love yourself even more. So excited that we are already in our third episode. I still remember it like it was yesterday when I was scrambling to prepare the first episode and now here we are, the third one. Again, I will start this podcast with gratitude and say Thank you for your support and feedback. Speaking of feedback, some of you mentioned that the audio quality has improved since the first episode. And that's music to my ears. However, I also heard that the instrumentals during the podcast were a bit distracting. And yeah, I was going for that commercial break vibe. You know, when you zone out and suddenly get hooked by the catchy tune. But hey. We're all about experimenting here. Remember, experimentation era. So, I'll skip the mid-podcast instrumentals for now. They'll only be at the beginning and end. Let me know what you think about the change though. Your thoughts, comments, and suggestions mean the world to me. So please keep them coming. Some have also asked me how regularly I'll be uploading podcast episodes. I'll be doing them bi-weekly per month unless I go on vacation. I'll start uploading a podcast episode schedule on my socials to keep you guys posted on the episode dates. I do think of topics to talk about in the podcast during the week week itself because I need inspiration and sometimes whatever happens to me within the week based from my own experience, clients, acquaintances, friends, people around me, that's where I usually get the topics. So yeah. The topics will be a surprise every time we release a new episode. Again, if you have any suggestions on what you want to hear, you know the drill. Message me and slide into my DMs. A wink, wink, yeah. (laughs) I went on vacation with a couple of my girlfriends last week. So now I'm playing catch up with work this week, which is crazy. I admit, I did not set myself up for success this week. But moving forward, I know what to do before going out on another vacay sesh so that I'm not drowning in work-related errands for the following week. So guess what? We took an epic trip to Fort Bragg's in Mendocino County, California. All the way from LA. That's like 8 or 12 hours of road trip. We went to this super cool bar nestled in Redwood Forest called Glen Blair Bar which my friend discovered on Instagram. Let me tell you, it was an experience. Getting to the bar was an adventure in itself. We hop on the skunk train, which has been running since way back in 1885. Picture this, a train ride through the Redwood Forest at 5.30 p.m., heading to a bar that opens at 6.30 p.m. Low-key, it felt like we were on our way to Hogwarts. All magical and stuff. Minus the wands and pet companions, of course. Oh, speaking of pets, guess what else was awesome? You could bring your furry buddies along for the ride! There were so many doggos running around, and if you don't know how much I adore dogs, you do now. It was like a fluffy heaven for me. 
Besides the trip to Glen Blair Bar, we also went kayaking, hiking, and played some board games in our cabin slash Airbnb house. It was in the middle of nowhere, and trust me when I say we saw some foxes, deers, and other animals around our cabin and around the area. It was actually a perfect setting for a horror movie. Here's the best part. My friend, bless her heart, decided to barricade the cabin doors, all of the doors, to keep out any potential intruders. You know, just in case bears, coyotes, or serial killers decided to crash our place. I couldn't help but low-key laugh deep inside of the over-the-top precaution, but hey, it added to the whole adventurous vibe of the trip. It's been a while since I last hung out with my friends just because we are all busy and our schedules do not align sometimes. I guess most of the times. But when it does, we find time to hang out. And I guess that's what I love about my current friendships. Very low maintenance, but they're so easygoing and laid back. Yet whenever I need them, they're right there. We get that life gets crazy, but we always manage to find time for each other and I'm loving every bit of it. And let's face it, adulting friendships are tricky. It's not the same as when we were younger. It's easier to bond with other people because we have more time, energy, and opportunities to meet friends. Time wasn't an issue because usually we had the same availability. But now, we have to work around each other's schedule just to accommodate each and every one for hangouts. And as an adult juggling between how you're going to spend your free time after work, you have to look at your priorities and the other party's priorities. It can be a hit or miss. It's funny because since I've mentioned this, I've been telling other acquaintances and friends who want to hang out that they have to schedule a month ahead so I can accommodate them in my schedule. And in order for us to make the trip possible for all of us, this this road trip that we did going to Glen Blair and Mendocino County, we had to jump in a Zoom call and have an actual meeting about the trip. The itinerary, when we can all go and do it, and how we are going to get there. I've been hearing this from my friends, clients, and acquaintances alike. That again, they have been struggling to find friends and some of them feel like they have been lonely. Some of them have been struggling to keep friendships afloat due to different schedules, expectations, and demands in friendships. One common dilemma for many people when it comes to adult friendships is that they find it difficult to let go of friendships that no longer serve them simply because they've invested so much time in these relationships. Imagine being friends with someone for over 10 years. And as time goes by, you both start to head in different directions with your goals and ideals. It becomes exhausting to maintain the connection because you no longer sink in life. Sure, the person might still be nice, but you realize you're not as compatible as before. It's just a natural part of life. Sometimes friendships evolve 
people change, and we drift apart. And while it's tough to accept, we must acknowledge that their purpose in our lives might be fulfilled. I don't know if you have heard of the term sunk cost fallacy, which is defined by Oxford Languages Dictionary as the phenomenon whereby a person is reluctant to abandon a strategy or course of action because they have invested heavily in it, even when it's clear that abandonment would be more beneficial. This is it, a perfect example of that fallacy, that long-term friendship that you can't leave because you have invested so much in that friendship. You understand why we are talking about this right now, right? Because of the role that friendships play in loving ourselves. The people we surround ourselves with have a significant impact on our lives. If we keep inviting people into our lives who don't really resonate with us, all because we fear rejection or not fitting into a group, we're essentially rejecting our true selves from the core. And here's the thing. If we hold on to that friend for over 10 years, even though they've become more draining than purposeful in our lives, especially now that we're going through changes and they keep pulling us back to where we were before, aren't we prioritizing their opinion and relationship with us over our own truth and growth? It's something we all need to reflect on because the friendships we maintain can shape how we see and love ourselves. Okay, this next part is gonna be fun because we are going to talk about a little bit of biology. I'm not sure if you have heard of like the different types of relationships of organisms. If not, or if you don't remember it, I'm going to refresh two types of relationships. (laughs) It's with an S. Relationships with you. One is parasitism. A relationship in which one organism benefits and the other organism is harmed and in some cases may die. Examples of this include fungi, leeches, lice, viruses, protozoa, tapeworm, etc. Few organisms such as helminths live inside the intestine of the host and causes several infectious diseases such as jaundice, malnutrition, diarrhea, etc. All the infections are caused by viruses and bacteria. The second one that I'm going to refresh with you is mutualism, which is a relationship in which two organisms of various species cooperate, each benefiting from the relationship. My nose, excuse me. Example of this is the bee and the flower. Bees fly from flower to flower gathering nectar, which they make into food benefiting the bees. When they land in a flower, the bees get some pollen on their hairy bodies. And when they land in the next flower, some of the pollen from the first one rubs off, pollinating the plant. This benefits the plants. In this mutualistic relationship, the bees get to eat and the flowering plants get to reproduce. 
Okay. Thank you so much. Um, Biju Study Materials for the reference. I got this all from Biju Study Material. It's a website. Thank you. Thank you for the notes. Usually any types of relationships benefit from mutualism, right? But when you notice that one person is benefiting more in the friendship or any type of relationship in that matter at the expense of your energy, time, and mental health, then that's already parasitism. You better reassess that friendship you have if you are feeling more drained than nourished. According to American Psychological Association, friendship is a voluntary relationship between two or more people that is relatively long-lasting and in which those involved tend to be concerned with meeting the other's needs and interests as well as satisfying their own desires. Friendships frequently develop through shared experiences in which the people involved learn that their association with one another is mutually, mutually gratifying. And this is a definition from American Psychological Association, their definition of friendships. And take note of the word mutually. It has to be mutual, not more on one person and less on the other. Some people have a hard time letting go just because they've gotten used to having them around. But you have to pick your battle. One time big time blow for happiness in the long run or short term satisfaction for unsatisfying friendships in the long run. I'm going to share to you my personal experience on this. I had this friendship before that I've been hanging on for the sake of peace and avoiding drama. But oh my gosh, it got <laughs> exhausting. Every time I try to make some progress for myself, this friend just seems determined to pull me back to square one. It's seriously hindering my growth and I can feel it. But I kept pretending like everything's cool, nodding along and saying, yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, sure, whatever. But deep down, I'm not fine. I'm not okay. They keep, they kept piling unrealistic expectations on me and it's taking a toll on everything, especially my mental health. I've been bottling up so much that I end up snapping at other people just to cope. It's like I'm stuck in this cycle of trying to please them at the expense of my own peace and truth. I guess I've gotten way too comfortable with them because I've developed my comfort zone around them and stepping out of that comfort zone feels terrifying. But you know what? One day, I eventually had to rip off the band-aid and call it quits on this friendship. Even though it hurted like hell, I told myself, I can't keep holding myself back like this. In the end, I've learned to prioritize my own well-being and growth, even if it means facing the discomfort head-on. And I'm thankful to myself for having the guts to let go and move forward without these change, change, ch ch excuse me, chains, chains, <laughs> these chains holding me back. So I appreciate my past self and from that on, moving forward, present self has learned from that. You have to talk to that people-pleasing side of you and agree on something. That something needs to be done in order for you to get that peace you need.
you have to acknowledge that you are in full control of your life, your decisions, the people you welcome in your life. And you have the power to honor your truth. So you can intensify that love for yourself. Always remember, every person you encounter in life serves a purpose. It's perfectly fine to let go of those whose purpose has been fulfilled. It's a sign that life is guiding you to connect with a new group of people who are meant to be part of your journey right now. The right people will naturally come your way, so don't settle for the wrong ones. Always stay true to yourself. Honor your core. And don't lose sight of who you truly are in the process of trying to fit in or maintain a friendship. You are incredibly precious, kind, and awesome. And you shouldn't compromise your authenticity to please others. Embrace your uniqueness and the right connections will find their way to you. Don't miss out on potential friends that are waiting for you once you let go of the chains holding you back moving forward. You got this, I believe. Again, as long as you honor your truth and authenticity, the right people will always find their way to you. You don't have to force it. You don't have to find it. They'll just find you. Easy, GG. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it means easy, good game. Shout out to my gamer peeps. What's up? Easy, GG. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, before I end this podcast, I want you to reflect on something. Just think about it. Number one, what is the purpose of friends in your life? <laughs> My little sniffles. <laughs> Number two, what qualities are you looking for from a friend? Number three, what are your non-negotiables in a friendship? And the last question is, what kind of a friend are you? Fun, huh? Something to reflect on while I'm away for two weeks before we see each other in the next podcast again. I'm so excited to hear your answers. Please message them to me. and Let's talk about it. I would like to add another perspective to consider when it comes to adult friendships. The idea of core friendships. Personally, I don't have one core group, but rather I categorize my friendships based on different aspects of my life. For instance, I have a group of friends I hang out with during certain events, another group for business and work-related connections, and another for shared hobbies and interests. It might be different for others, and some people may feel lonely if they don't have a core group. It's essential to recognize that we all have unique ways of building and maintaining friendships. 
That's why I want you to reflect on the four questions I asked earlier because what works for me might not work for you. And that's okay. The key is welcoming people who share the same purpose and values as we do. We all have different wants and needs, and it's essential to connect with others who align with our own journey and vision. And if you have any questions regarding adulting friendships, message me and let's talk about it. This has been the third episode of Falling For You, a podcast about loving yourself. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast episode. Your support and engagement gives me so much joy. Ah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I still can't believe that we're already in the third episode. (laughs) If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can message me on my socials. Instagram at Shelly Badayos, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. B-A-D-A-Y-O-S Shelly Badayos Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Coach Seashells or you can email me at CoachSeashells at gmail.com If you're also struggling with dating, relationships, friendship or just self-love and feel like it's holding you back in pursuing things you want in your life message me I offer one-to-one coaching services too First 30-minute sessions is always free so we can get a feel for each other if you're interested. I'll see you on July 30 for the next episode. This is Shelly, your life coach next door, signing off. Bye!